Welcome to the Sobity Chat Podcast. If you are new and welcome back if you are a regular and a part of the fam. My name is Fatima and the Sobity Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower women through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. So before we dive in, let's chat about a few ways that you can support the show. The first way is by subscribing wherever you are listening. The second way is to share with a friend. If you think that this episode or this show will provide value to their lives, please go ahead and drop them that link. The third way is to rate and review via iTunes or wherever you're listening, but iTunes is probably the most primary source where my listeners come from. So make sure you head over there and leave a comment about why you like the show and leave a rating. And then finally is by submitting your questions via email, which is sobdchat at gmail.com, my personal Instagram, Fatima underscore farmer, or by sending a voice message right here on Anchor if that's where you're listening. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. Good morning, guys. Thank you for stopping by. So in today's episode, we're going to stick to the theme of what I've been doing, which is sharing my daily devotionals and just like whatever insights come up for me when I'm in my quiet time with God. So I hope you enjoyed the last episode where I did that. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about the unconditional love of God. So this episode is going to be very uh personal (laughs) i'm not even gonna lie we're gonna we're gonna go there we're gonna talk about the things but we're gonna do it because i have just been learning so much about this topic and i really feel like it has just changed my life and i want to share that with hopes that it can change your life so unconditional love so i took some notes i'm going to be reading a good deal of this but this is In this episode, we're going to dive into what I've learned by falling in love with God. So back in October, I broke up with someone that I really, really cared about. And we broke it off mainly because God had confirmed that I should. Like I was clearly told from God that this relationship or this person that you're dating is a distraction. And that didn't make sense. Like if you've ever been a place in a place like that before where God has told you to do something that you did not want to do, you're just like, I don't understand why you're telling me to do that. So that became my prayer. I just continuously ask God, you know, why are you telling me to do this? Like, I hear you. I'm being, I'm going to be obedient to it, but I don't like it. And I want to understand why you're telling me to do this. And it wasn't until weeks after that, that God actually revealed to me that the whole point of that was so that I could fall in love with him. So I never really understood what that means. If I'm being completely transparent, I would hear other Christians talk about falling in love with Jesus all the time and talk and falling in love with God. And just like, I can just imagine the people that I've seen, like talk about just being so in love with God. And they're just like, they almost just come across as like these perfect Christians. And they just like so passionate and on fire for God. And I'm like, here I am. Like, I've never felt that way about God. Like God was always just the homie. God was just like, I, I, believe that he was real and I believe that he came and he died. I believe all of that. I believe the Holy Spirit, but I just never had that passion, that fire, that oomph that you see some Christians have when they talk about God and Jesus. I just never felt that way. So when that fell into my spirit, that that was the point of that season, you know, I completely surrendered to it. I was like, okay, 
I want to understand what this means. I want to no longer feel envious because I never experienced that. And instead, I want to really dive into what that means. So I decided at that time that I was going to basically date God. I was like, I'm going to date Jesus. I'm going to get to know God and Jesus as a person and not just like, not just God as a being, but like Jesus as a person, like understanding the character of his heart, getting to know him. And I really went on a journey to do that. And if you guys are interested, maybe like another episode, I'll talk about falling in love with Jesus in ways that are like very practical that you can apply, but like explaining some of the stuff that I did, but I want to just share my journey for now. So through therapy and through really digging into this, this journey with God, I just got really intentional. So I would literally like have dates, <laughs> which I know sounds kind of crazy, but like I would have certain times, like certain types, and I still do it certain times that I wake up and I just read or I just pray or I just listen to worship music. Um, but really just being intentional, right? And this time over doing this for periods of time and some other things that, like I said, I'm happy to share in another episode, this period of time really revealed to me that a lot of my parents' decisions and also therapy helped with this as well, but a lot of my parents' decisions informed my beliefs. So now as an almost 30-year-old woman, woman of God, I now have a belief and a trust that God can actually transform all things, even things like core wounds. And we all have at least one core wound. So I'm going to break down what that is in case you have never heard of it before. So according to TwinFlameHealers.com, well, let me try saying that again because I slaughtered that, TwinFlameHealers.com, core wounds are wounds that occur in childhood. These are wounds that happen when one is not tended to properly as a child through neglect, abuse, or maltreatment. Parents can damage the core essence of their children without even knowing it. Some caretakers are deficient in their own needs and are unable to give give to their child. In fact, the way our culture raises children leads to much more core wounding among all of us. Everyone has core wounds at some level. Some have it worse than others. Core wounds are the lies that says, I am not good enough. I am not competent. Nobody loves me. I am worthless. Some other core wounds, in case you're wondering, well, do I have core wounds? What are my core wounds? Some other negative beliefs and core wounds are, I do not deserve love. I'm a bad person. I'm worthless. I'm shameful. I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. I deserve only bad things. I'm ugly. My body is hateful. I do not deserve. I am stupid. I am I am insignificant and unimportant. I am disappointed. I deserve to be miserable. I am different. I don't belong. It's not okay to feel and show my emotions. I am not in control. I am powerless, helpless. I am weak. I cannot get what I want. I am a failure. I will fail. I have to be perfect to, and I have to please everyone and I am inadequate. So even just reading those, I'm just like kind of triggered to be honest because there's some in here that like... I've heard myself say before, like, that I'm different, I don't belong. I've definitely said that before. Um, I don't deserve love. I've definitely said that before. Or I'm not lovable. That's something that I've thought before. So these are just some examples. Um, and that 
that list came from therapybeyondthecouch.com. So if you're interested in, you know, checking that out, you can find it there. So I want to give you an example. Um, This is from the holistic psychologist on Instagram. And it's just this diagram that she shares of the inner child core wound and how how that inner child core wound is directly reflected in an inner child reaction. So if you have the core wound, I am not seen or I am not heard, which is also two that I've experienced before, your reaction might be to shut down, to give the silent treatment, to blame, to scream, to cause a tantrum, to throw things, to name call, to slam fists or to slam doors or to just like slam things in general. So as a wise adult right now, as an adult, you have the ability to, once you can recognize this, of course, and this comes from from therapy, this comes from prayer, this comes from self-awareness, journaling, reflecting, introspection. But once you get to a point where you're able to identify this, as an adult, you can say something along the lines of, I'm experiencing a core wound from my past in my present. I acknowledge my inner child's pain and I choose a new reaction. So that's really what it's all about. Um, and I would encourage you if you haven't, if you've never like studied or looked into core wounds that you research it because they cause a lot of pain in our lives. And I'm just learning about this as of, I probably say maybe like two years ago, I maybe actually no, maybe like last year I got an awareness of what core wounds were about two years ago. I discovered one of my big ones, which was abandonment issues. <laughs> but, um, I think just really digging into core wounds and understanding that really didn't happen to, for me until about last year. So take some time and really research that is if it's of interest to you, but as humans, we all have core wounds that formed in our early years. And I also want to point out that not our all core wounds have to be caused by something traumatic, right? Because when we think of like, oh, your parents must have done something to you as a child, we automatically think that it has to be like the worst of the worst things. But in all actuality, sometimes those subtle things like emotional neglect or um, dismissing your child's emotions can cause very painful experiences as painful as someone that may has been have been abused as a child. So I just want to point that out that it can cause damage can be caused regardless if you feel like you had an okay childhood. Because I feel like that was me for a long time. I was like, well, this doesn't apply to me because I didn't have any like abuse or any sexual abuse, thank God, or anything like that. Like not that I can remember. Like I'm like, I didn't have any of those experiences. So clearly this whole like uh these issues and these core wounds don't apply to me. So I don't know what this is. But then the more that I start to learn about it, the more that I realize that that can actually show up in subtle ways. Like it doesn't have to be those big traumatic stories that we hear about. You can form trauma from much smaller, seemingly smaller things. So according to psychology today, I'm going to talk a little bit about abandonment issues because that's one of the main ones that I struggled with. So abandonment issues are problems in your relationships and in trusting others. They stem from life experiences that left you feeling like you cannot rely on others to take care of you and to be there for you. So what I, the reason why I wanted to talk about abandonment issues is because this is something that can form in childhood, but just like a lot of our core wounds, they form in childhood, but then throughout our lives, certain situations that will happen to reinforce those beliefs. 
So let's say, for example, if as a child, you was abandoned by a parent, you were abandoned by a parent. So maybe one of your parents just were not in your life physically or emotionally. They just were not present. And then as an adult, you internalize that it's in your subconscious mind and you start to believe things like, well, maybe I'm not lovable. Maybe I'm not valuable. Maybe I'm not wanted. Maybe I'm not a good person. Because you're starting to question, well, why would this parent leave me? Why would this parent not show up for me? Why would this person not, why would this parent or this caretaker not be around for me? So you start to have those stories in your mind. And then let's say you become a teenager and you start dating. And in your dating experiences, you then, you know, you fall in love with somebody and they leave you. You know, they abandon you. So now that situation has reinforced this narrative that I am not worthy. I'm not lovable. This person, like, I'm not deserving of love. That that person leaving you reinforces what happened to you in childhood. And that's typically how our core wounds are, like, nurtured over time and become these characteristics about ourselves that sometimes we don't even notice. Or when we notice them, they come out in relationships in very toxic ways. So... Now let's talk about how my relationship with God and my desire to fall in love with God and my journey of falling in love with God has led me to love in my physical life. So three things I want to mention. Falling in love with God's character allowed me to look for these characteristics in people rather than the negative stories that supported my core wounds. I now look for evidence that supports Christ-like love instead. So this was huge for me. Like, every relationship or dating situation that I've ever been in, my mind would automatically start looking for evidence to support these core wounds and these negative beliefs that were playing out in my mind. This desire to fall in love with God has now shifted that. Because I spent so much time just soaking in God's presence and understanding his character and understanding who he is, my first reaction now when it comes to love, when it comes to um, dating has been more open in the sense of I'm now looking for evidence that supports that I am worthy, that I am lovable, that I am deserving because spending time in God's presence has reinforced that belief in my mind. Point number two, in order to fall in love with God, I have to learn to trust him. I have to rely on him and I have to believe that by faith that he won't disappoint me. Developing that trust in God makes it easier to trust other people. I accept that God carries me. So even when humans may disappoint me, I can always turn to the source, the well that never runs dry. So that really ties into the first point of what I was saying about like just trusting, right? Building that trust in God then allows you to extend that trust to other people. And number three is that God love surrounds me continuously. I'm sorry, God love surrounds me, continuously engulfing myself in God's presence, finding the light in his desires, his kingdom, and being still at his feet has taught me what unconditional love really is. I've learned why and how unconditional love is displayed, and my desire to give that has grown enormously. That love flows out of me more freely now. And it feels so good to just say this out loud because this is something that I've really struggled with for a very long time and in no way shape or form and I am I saying that I have mastered it but what I am saying is that 
following that word from God to surrender dating to him and to just fully immerse myself in God's presence instead instead has really just like allowed me to grow in ways that I would have never imagined in a very short period of time. And um, I'm grateful for that. So I want to share the devotional that I read this morning that really inspired all of this, to be honest. So the devotional that I'm reading is called 40 Days with Jesus. It's about it's celebrating his presence by Sarah Young, the author of Jesus Calling. So this is day 28 of the devotional and it's on page 29 if you have it or if you plan on ordering it. I also put the link in the description if you're interested in checking it out. But it says, open your mind and heart, your entire being, to receive my love in full measure. So many of my children limp through their lives starved for love because they haven't learned the art of receiving. This is essentially an act of faith. Believing that I love you with boundless, everlasting love. The art of receiving is also a discipline, training your mind to trust me, coming close to me with confidence. Remember that the evil one is the father of lies. Learn to recognize his deceptive, intrusive intrusions into your thoughts. One of his favorite deceptions is to undermine your confidence in my unconditional love. Fight back against these lies. Do not let them go unchallenged. Resist the devil in my name and he will slink away from you. Draw near to me and my presence will in, in sorry. <laughs> Draw near to me and my presence will envelope you in love. And the reflection scriptures are Ephesians 3:16 through 19. John 8 and 44 and James 4, 7 through 8. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to read all of them, but I may reference them at some point. But this just when I read this, it just inspired me so much. And it just allowed me to reflect on how this is what I've been doing. Like this is this is essentially what I've been doing. I've been being open to receiving God's love and understanding God's love in in a way that is stemmed from faith, like having faith and believing that God loves me unconditionally, right? It started there. And then also where it talked about the art of receiving is also a discipline. So training my mind to trust God. So literally, if I felt a negative story come up, instead of just believing it, making a decision in that moment to choose something else, and to choose a different narrative and to pay attention to which narrative I was supporting, you know, really calling myself out and and also understanding that the enemy's entire tactics is lies. So the moment that a lie comes up in your life and it is, it is the complete opposite of God's love, the complete opposite of what is true about God. So when you're having those negative beliefs and those core wounds are showing up and you're thinking a situation happens and it triggers you and you're like, see, this is this is I'm just not I'm just not supposed to be in love. I'm just not the type of person for love. Love is just not for me. I'm not lovable because that's essentially what you're saying. Right. We may not say I'm not lovable, but we may say things like, oh, love is not for me or I'm just going to be single forever or 
those type of statements that are a little more subtle, right? They don't sound as blatant as I'm not lovable. I'm not enough, but that's what we're saying. So it's like catching those moments and realizing that this is a lie. This is a lie from the father of lies. And I'm going to choose to believe the father of truth. I'm going to choose to believe love over fear. God's love over fear. But that comes with discipline. That comes with self-awareness. That comes with introspection. That comes with listening to yourself, but also calling yourself out. You know, like being being mindful of what you're saying, but then once you catch it, calling yourself out and choosing something else. So let me see if there's something in the scriptures that I wanted to share. Mm. Hmm. bear with me. I think that's it. I think that's what I wanted to share. So I'm going to go ahead and close this episode with a prayer. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. I'm going to close this with a prayer. So if you are open to it, join me. And let's go ahead and dive in. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, wherever we're listening from, grateful for the ability to connect in this way. God, I pray that whomever is listening to the sound of my voice, whenever they find this podcast, this video, that it nourishes them and that it gives them hope and reminds them that they can experience unconditional love. But it first starts with you. In order for them to be open to it in a physical sense from relationships and family and friends, it has to start with them being open to receiving it from you. So God, I ask that in this moment that any lies that the devil has been telling us about not feeling worthy and not being enough, any lies that have been supporting these core wounds that formed when we were innocent, when we did nothing wrong. As little children, God, I ask that you break those spirit, the spirit of those lies off of their lives right now. I ask that you give each and every person listening a fresh hope and a fresh faith that you can transform them. That if they just reach out to you, that if they just seek you, that they can find that unconditional love that their heart is thirsting for, God. I pray that you give the, the ability to be disciplined, to fight off the enemy when he attacks with those lies. I pray that you give them new words, give them a new story, give them a new narrative that supports your love for them in their lives. And I ask that that love fills them up so much that all that they can do is overflow. That that love is now abundantly rushing out of their lives and flowing into every area of their relationships in ways that they could have never imagined. God, I ask that you bless and protect and keep every single person listening to this prayer right now. 
ask that you heal them from the inside out, that you transform and renew their minds, and that you continue to draw each of us closer and closer to you each and every day so that we can be more like your image. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know your thoughts. Also, I've decided that I'm going to start posting the podcast on the podcast, but also on my YouTube channel. So wherever you're listening, go ahead and leave a comment and let me know if you feel like you have any core wounds and what are they? We're going to be very vulnerable down in the comment section. I've been vulnerable with you guys. I feel like it's only fair that we open up. So let's talk about it. And I think shedding some light and transparency on it. It's like, that's the first step of healing. You know, that's the first step of healing. It's like, sometimes we just need to know we're not alone. So I'll be the first to raise my hand as always to say, you are not alone. You are not alone. We all struggle with something. We all struggle with some type of belief or some type of doubt or some type of fear. So I will raise my hand and be the first to admit it and to say that there, that you can change though. You can change because I, I can see the changes happening in my life. So, and I want that for you and I want to continue experiencing that for myself. So yeah, that's it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I love you guys so much for listening and I can't wait to read your comments. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.